Hey there, single lady. I recently had someone in one of my coaching sessions ask me, hey, Shanna, if you could go back and you could do your single life over again and you could talk to yourself and give yourself advice, uh, what kind of advice would that be? So today I'm going to share that with you. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Hey, single lady. As always, I am so glad that you are here. Before we get started, I want to tell you about something new that I have for you. In case you haven't heard, I am doing a free five-day online dating challenge, and you can sign up for that online dating challenge at singleover30.net slash challenge with Shanna. Again, that's singleover30.net slash challenge with Shanna. And during this challenge, I am going to teach you how to write a great profile, pick your best pictures, develop a messaging strategy so that you don't get stuck in an endless messaging vortex where a relationship doesn't go anywhere. I'm going to teach you about red flags and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. So again, head on over to singleover30.net slash challenge with Shanna. All right, so someone recently asked me what kind of advice I would tell myself if I could go back in the past and talk to my single self before I got married. And that was pretty easy because, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, and that is totally true. When I look back at my single life, I can definitely see mistakes that I made. And with the awesome women that I coach, I see that they are getting tripped up in a lot of the same ways that I did. So I want to give you a few things that I would have done differently if I could have. But then again, hey, you know, everything works for good. I do believe that. And so part of those mistakes that I made is that now I'm here with you. So I consider this a real honor. But all the same, here's some things that I would tell myself. So the first thing is to be intentional, to have a dating plan. Now this kind of goes counter to what we have been taught, because what we have been taught is that love will just happen to us, right? And there is some truth in that, like lots of times it cut, catches us on a But the reality is, is that dating and relationships happen inside out. And you'll hear me talk about this a lot. So whatever happens on the inside of you internally happens on the outside of you. So part of that intentional plan would be for me to understand what was going on inside of me so that I could move past any kind of internal obstacles that were getting me tripped up. The second thing is that would involve this intentionality would be to understand dating and relationship stages. So stages involve uh, five parts. So I talk about acquaintance and then friendship, exclusive dating, engagement, and marriage. And what I see with the women that I coach and that also happened in my life is that when we get things in the wrong order, like we get our actions out of order or our emotions out of order or commitment out of order, and they're not in jive with these steps, that's when we get into trouble. So for example, what we'll do is we will commit emotionally to a man and we'll give our heart away to him when he hasn't given that same affection back to us. And so now we're in a different stage than he is in. Now, granted, lots of times people are are at different emotional levels. But when we get things out of order, that's when things can really, really hurt. So we want to be aware of keeping our actions, 
our intention and our conviction, meaning how we feel about the relationship and the conviction that we have about the quality of the relationship and the stage of the relationship all congruent. Because when you get things like certain sort of physical actions out of order with where they should be in the stage of their relationship or where you feel that they should be, now things can get really messy, right? So when we keep things in the right order, what we do is we call a guy out to move us through those stages and to lead us through those stages and to date us through those stages. And some people call it courting or whatever you would like to call it. And so when we keep things in order and we uh, communicate in a way in which he knows where we are in the relationship, then it keeps things on the up and up. Both people know what's happening in the relationship. Both people can feel confident about it. And it really reduces, now it may not eliminate, but it really reduces the opportunity to get stuck in a relationship that's not moving forward. It uh, reduces confusion so that both people should know where they stand in the relationship. And it gives you confidence, right? And a sense of security because you know what's going on. So over and over and over again, I coach women who've never heard about relationship stages. And I can tell you, I didn't either because I didn't really get it until I finally dated my husband. And then he led me through those relationship stages. And I didn't even realize that was what he was doing until uh, after we tied the knot and got married. And then I realized how that gave me such a sense of peace. I also talk to women a lot and they uh, tell me that they've never heard about these stages and that they wish that they had known because it would reduce a lot of that confusion. The next thing is, is that I would go back and tell myself not to settle on what matters for a great relationship, but to let go of what doesn't. Now we've been told a lot of things about what really matters in a relationship, and our society has confused us, for example, that a lot of high intensity romance really matters and that looks really matter and that physical chemistry really matter. Now, I'm not saying that those things don't matter and that you shouldn't have any of those things, but what will carry a relationship the long haul, and you'll hear me talk about this a lot, is two people who really respect, like, trust each other, they're friends, they have shared values, and they just really enjoy being together, and they just really like each other. You'll hear people who've been married for a while talk about how that like, that just really admiring and liking each other and just enjoying spending time together is the glue that will keep you together along with your shared values, because there are so many I've often thought about this. There are so many places where you can disagree on different things. And if you don't like each other and you cannot work through problems together, you're going to be in trouble. And also you have heard that the, you know, high attraction phase, they call it limerence, um, that high attraction phase that's really uh, feels you know, drawing you to the other person only lasts about three years. And then... After that wanes, now it shouldn't totally disappear, but after that wanes, what happens is you are left with the real essence of the relationship and what really matters. So I would tell myself, hey, let go of what really doesn't matter. Like let go of thinking that you've got to have the hot guy or let go of thinking that 
you know, that high chemistry at the beginning is proof that a relationship is worth something, let go of that stuff and focus on the stuff that really, really matters. And if you're confused about this, I've also got a couple other podcasts on attraction. Check those out. I think that one is called uh, Why You Should Date the Man That You Really Like But Who Doesn't Make You Swoon. Go back and check that one out because that will give you some more clarity on what I'm talking about here. And then the last thing I would tell myself is that um, that I am worthy of being loved. When I talk to women, this is bar none, the number one thing that women struggle with is feeling like they are enough. Every guy may not see your enoughness, but some guy will, and it only takes one man. You don't need every man to think that you're awesome. You don't need every man to think that you are enough. And when you have this mentality, it will keep you out of getting stuck in deep feelings of rejection. Not every guy's going to like you, obviously. You know that because you've lived long enough, right? But just remember that it only takes one. You are enough and you are worthy of being loved. And I often think that this is pretty amazing to think about because um, you're worthy of being loved because you've been created for it. Just think about how humans are made. You don't have to tell a baby to desire love. It's innate in that child. We've all been created to give and receive love. And so it's not that you can't love. It's not that you can't receive love because you've been made for it. Now, there are times that we might get stuck in a place where we feel like we're unworthy and so we can't receive it. And that's a whole nother thing, right? That's one of those internal obstacles that you want to get past and you want to move past so that you can actually operate in that love that you've been created for. All right, so I hope these things have been helpful and remember to check out my free online dating challenge at singleover30.net slash challenge with Shanna. Also remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible and remember to keep it sunny. Keep it sunny, baby.